the following episode of Council of the First Ones, the San Diego Comic-Con special, was recorded on July 12th, 2015. We now continue with part two of our San Diego Comic-Con 2015 Maddie discussion. Well, why don't we start on 2016? First thing, I have to thank Mattel for showing us the full line that we could get during if we want to sub up. Not telling us, oh, logistics, things are still in progress. Uh, we can only show you the first quarter. None of those excuses. That I have to thank them for. And with the 2016, we have two different lines. The first line, the collector's choice, which is doing subs right now. And these were all the figures that were most, I believe all but one were up on fan polls at different conventions over the last four or five years. So we start off with Lord Mask. And he's coming with accessories that are more new adventurous. Because he really didn't have accessories from Filmation. And I really like him. Let's point out something here. These figures are cheaper. Yes. We went down in price. What is up with that? One less employee to pay a salary to. I don't care what Voodoo Magic Mattel did. I like that. The, I like that the figures are cheaper. We're getting fan demanded figures. We're not getting Neplus or Plundors or Mighty Specters in the line. And that lineup that they showed, the figures that were sculpted were amazing, and the ones that haven't been sculpted, but they were named and shown with pics of what what we should kind of expect were amazing, but Lord Mask, I'm surprised that he got those new pieces that he got because I, I have expected him to reuse the Goodman legs and and more parts reused than the new parts he got. I love the new Adventures weapons, but those will not be for Mask. I will steal those weapons and use a futuristic figure, and I'll give some items from the weapons pack for Mask. But yeah, he was pretty cool. I'm mixed now, honestly. I'm going to say this about the new uh, line. When I saw the new figures at the uh, panel, not that I was there, but I mean through the feedbacks and all that, I'm kind of like, I could give up now. Because honestly, Lord Mask, I know the filmation episode and all that, and I'm kind of like, you know, I could leave this guy. I really have no desire for him. And the weapons, yeah, the weapons are kind of cool. And I'm thinking, well, who am I going to give those to? I know this is six figures, which I'm finally glad. Okay, we're getting two subs. This is uh which we'll talk about. But this is a sub that's going to have every other month. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I can live with that. And I'm kind of like, I don't like him. This is my first one that I'm saying, I don't like Mask. I don't care. You know, if I get him, 
and I haven't decided if I'm going to subscribe. This is an issue for me now. For the first time in this entire line, I'm deciding, I'm wrestling whether or not I want to subscribe. Because this one figure, I'm kind of like, I don't need, I don't want, I don't really care, I have no connection to. I don't even know where I'm going to stick him if I get him. He might just be in my bin and I'll never bring him out. But another another thing about Lord Matthew is that he also, his bug is a bit plain looking, which this is great for customizers. So if not everyone is into him, they could get that bug because it's a decent bug. We've got now a buck with straps on his on the thighs that are not necessarily like Goldman's bands or blade straps with weapons or bike or hydrants. So that's a it's a decent bug that could be used for customs. Uh the cape and harness, they also lend themselves for more generic barbarian characters. So I'm trying to see the potential in him and he has a little bit even if one's not exactly into the character per se. Yeah, you have for this character you really have to be a, a filmation uh fan. It is done directly in the filmation style, very simple. Isn't it ridiculous now we have to like split these hairs now? <laughs> yes, but we'll get into that later. Right. Let's just yeah. talk about Voltac. Now this completes my horde. He does not come with cowl but he comes with the whip that holds cowl. And Brandon wanted people to understand that in Pixel Dan's walkthrough. Because everyone thought, was starting to think it's coming with cowl, or is it cowl? Cowla? Why isn't it coming with red eye? That's why they should have put a little, a little sign on the slide, <coughs> cow not included. Yes, that's one of the little tiny mistakes this new crew Needs to learn. They're rookies. Let's give them a break. But this one, okay, this one I like. This one works because, yeah, it's a filmation character, but one, he fits. He fits, and we have a flying character for the Horde. Two, he looks menacing. He he does look like a cool bad guy to have. So this one isn't up for me. I love the red crossbow. The yes. headless chicken crossbow. <laughs> This is one of my favorite villains of the Horde. I always wanted him as a toy, but it was a filmation character. Voltec, I like. He looks cool. As Renee stated, he covers Air Force for the Horde, which is something we didn't have, just like Drago Man covers Air Force for the Evil Warriors. So the Evil Warriors now are, are Land, Sea, and Air Force. Same with the Horde, with the Leech on the Water, and Voltec in the Air. There's one tiny nitpick that I pointed out on the Horseman's Facebook page, and it's the bracers on Voltec, which are the wrong bracers because the Filmation version has furry bracers, and we happen to have those through Icer. So I just posted a pic of Voltec and a pic of Icer's bracers just to point out that they could, that if we have enough time, that maybe we could use those to make it more accurate. So let's hope. We can get a, a more proper Voltec, although the figure is right now 98% awesome. I just want that 2% to make it 100% awesome. Well, also, don't forget to post it on um, MattyCollector.com. Yeah, I did it on the forums, which is where they ask, and I think I'll later this week I'll go to the Matty's Facebook page and maybe 
post a reference to Voltaq just to make sure that they see it. Yeah, I mean, we're giving the credit to the new team. They're doing a good job. They want our input, and they want to know good and bad, so we'll let them know. Following Voltaq is Darius from New Adventures. I know he was a prototype that never was released. He was up against Mara at New York Comic Con for the fans' choice. I have to admit, they knocked him out of the park. I mean, the sculpt is good. I mean, I do like him. I don't know much about his backstory. So, I don't know how I'm going to work him into my canon. Well, he was basically the, the same. He was in the toy line based on what little I've read about the New Adventure stuff recently. By recently, I mean a few years ago. When I was learning about New Adventures, his role kind of overlaps with Master Sebrian's role. And I wouldn't be surprised if in the bios they make him related to Sebrian or something, something general. Because I think, I think he was a general, but... Yeah, he looks like he would be a high-ranking official. So maybe, maybe that's the angle they'll go with. But I'm still keeping hope for Master Sebrian. I don't care if Master Severin's just an old man in a robe. I want him in classics, but Darius, he looks pretty cool. He kind of reminds me of a young Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So that's another reason to get him. And I know that Gargoyle fans could use that Darius to make a David Sanatos costume and stealing Dare's ponytail. There you go. (laughs) I use word Dare and Darius. And again, I'm kind of on the fence with this figure. He was, I, I know where he's from. I know the history, kind of, and you, Crespo's absolutely right, everything he said about him. He was going to be in the line, but then they kind of, like, pulled him back. He's kind of like a general commander. Uh, you know, it, it's hard to say what he is exactly, because he never really got established, and... I'm just like, what about this guy here? That why we got him and not Ko, not one of the other figures that were actually made, and that again is what bothers me. Well, if I recall correctly, he was fleshed out, but in the European side, I think the New Adventures fans from Europe got Darius in a more no, he- prominent role, but. He was I'm never not, made. No, no, no they only I, made I don't mean the toy. I mean, I mean on storylines, uh, comics, magazines. That's how they got him in a more prominent role. But he never got a toy because they had an issue with the ball swinging action. They couldn't get him to do it, if I recall correctly. And anyone can, who has better info could post a link on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Club. But... I also want to see Ko, who was the last figure who appeared in the American mini-comics of New Adventures. And he was one of the Wave 2 heroes, so we kind of need to balance the teams out. But Darius is a, is a decent figure. Some people confuse him with a Space Armor King Rander, which he kind of looks like a Space Armor King Rander. But he also completes the final prototype figure that never got made. <laughs> But the next figure in the collector's choice is one that we've all talked about saying would make the best sub-exclusive. 
and that is Despera. And she will come with two heads, the Despera head and the Adora head, and she looks wicked. Probably the one figure that will make me sub up because I was going to be a cherry picker because I want her. I'm in the same boat with you. This figure is the one that's going to push me to sub because we knew she was coming. We knew she was coming a long time ago. Yes. When we first saw her, we knew she was going to be coming. (laughs) It's hard to deny such a a great design. And, you know, we can call her Despara. We can call her Force Captain Adora. She looks good. And she's worthy. She was always worthy of a figure since day one. So I'm glad we're getting her. Um, This is the figure, again, that's going to get me to sub, you know. Up yours, Mattel. You got me again. <laughs> and, and okay, I'm in, I guess, because, yeah, this figure makes the sub worth it. Okay. The Spara is one sexy Hordak-faced figure. But this is what I want to see, people. I want all of you, once you get your Desparas, to fill Facebook with pics of Desparas Adora head on the Battleground Tila body, riding Mega Megator's bolting. <laughs> do it! Oh the- my god! <laughs> Just do it! <laughs> I didn't know we were doing Miley Cyrus. <laughs> but... All jokes aside, this far as one sweet figure, and it also legitimizes the DC New 52 in classics, so we could get some of the good designs and some of the less pleasant designs, but we totally need a Green Goddess Tila from the New 52 comic. How about the stripper Tila? That one too. <laughs> and we need the Castaway Adam, and we need... We need to know what the heck happened to Men at Arms. That will be issue 12. But the DC Comics will be around for another time. But Despara's a sweet, 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 sweet figure, but not as sweet as the truly outrageous figure that comes next. Oh, Krita. Yes, Skeletor will get his new adventures, which I know they're still tweaking on her, but we did get to see the prototype. She does look good. And they have her dressed as a witch and not in the warrior outfit that they could have done. Because she had two distinct designs. I love the hair. You love that 80s hair, huh? Oh, yeah. Come on. She looks like she could join the misfits. (laughs) Now, now, that's another discussion. But their songs are better. No, no, no. All, all, all gem references aside, because seriously, she looks like she could blend in with Gem and the hologram. But she looks so 80s, and that's just awesome. And I'm glad that they went with the first look of her, because that's my favorite look of her. And it w- I don't, I'm not a fan of the Warrior Krita look, so that's a plus for me. And getting her was just awesome. And we're basically a year away till we get Krita, and that's just amazing. We know exactly what we're getting 12 months from now. I know. This is the beautiful thing. The only two figures they didn't have prototypes are of are the next two that we're going to be discussing, 
We've asked for him. We've begged for him. And now we're going to get General Sunder. Yes. 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 We no, even got Tony excited. Yeah, that's an endorsement right there. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to beg Yoni to say that. He did it on his own. <laughs> he didn't even <laughs> wait his turn. So, yeah, Sunder. Uh, what can I say about the guy? I wonder if this will be the way Mattel will be able to sneak in the Horde Trooper part or if he's going to get a brand new sculpt. Personally, I'd rather him get a brand new sculpt instead of just reusing the generic Horde Trooper box because... The general disturbs his own body. But if that's the way Mattel want to go with the Horde Trooper body, so be it. The point is, I need to get a General Sonder in Classics. And I'm hoping for the helmet and the helmet and the head without the helmet. Yeah, we need both. This would be one figure that I wouldn't want the helmet to have a head in it. I would want it where I could pull it off so he can just hold it like he did in a few of the scenes. Or when he was digging out his armor... When he was the farmer, and Adora begged him for his help, and he went into the trunk, and that was the first piece he pulled out. What? The General Sunder, I was, all we saw was a picture, so I'm kind of like, okay, I mean, I imagine the Horde Buck, I mean, the Horde Trooper Buck, and the head and all that, but I'm kind of like, I gotta wait and see. I, I, I saw the picture, that's all I saw. I really don't have a comment yet until I see the figure. I know we're all excited about it, but keep in mind, we could see a filmation figure and then get all excited about it, and then all of a sudden, the figure's awful. I, I don't have an opinion until I have to wait and see. Okay, seems like a fair, reasonable opinion. So, final figure of the Collector's Choice sub. I'm trying to remember what the final figure was. Drum roll, please. This is a figure that you will not need one, you will not need two, but you will need three of. Ah, ah, ah. Sorry. I didn't but... know we were doing Sesame Street. <laughs> hey, everyone does Sesame Street nowadays, and Sesame Street does everything. That's so, true. So it's basically the Horde Race. The ba- basically, the 2000X, we don't have rights to Shadow Weaver, but we can do three generic... Dark mages that kind of look like male shadow weavers are finally going to happen in a Masters of the Universe classics-ish line. We're getting the Horde Rage. We have not seen the final sculpt. We only saw a picture. So we'll have to wait until we get an actual figure. But if the figures are based on their 2000X look under the classics style we would be needing three to accompany Shadow Weaver based on the appearances on 2000X that there were three with the whole spell of separation thing. And Mattel better be ready to make plenty of these because if I know my 2000X fans as well as I know myself, they'll try to gun for three. Well, they might do four so they can paint one like Shadow Weaver. Well... Well, hold off. I'll I'll bring that up later. But this is uh, uh again a great army builder. Three, what sounds good, you know. Four, you know, because these you could easily have them follow around Shadow Weaver for those of us who have her. 
and or Hordak, you know, these are great army builders and surround uh, your makeshift fright zone and build the portals and <laughs> do all this weird stuff. Because basically you have like cult members. That's what these guys are. <laughs> and it kind of fits the whole vibe that, because let's face it, the Hordak scowl kind of looks like a papal hat and and he kind of <laughs> looks like a evil vampire Nazi pope from space. So him <laughs> having a, a cult of hooded freaks following him around, well, it fits. And besides, they would also fill in the role of the fantasy archetype druid cult cultist kind of character that many fantasy games stories have and it's a nice break for Shira to be beating up crazy cultists instead of horde troopers. And with the collector's choice club there are two beasts. First one, Night Stalker. Boo Amen, yes, yes. Boo for not strider. Oh come on. So no, that, now that's that we have the hold for Night Stalker, we know Stridor is going to be coming. You know that it easily could have been one or the other, man. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> you just wanted the good guys first. Yes. And to be fair, to be fair, getting Night Stalker kind of helps the whole issue of lopsided vehicles thing that we have because. Man at Arms has like three vehicles already. He's got the Battle Ram, he's got the Wind Raider, and he's got the Sky Slide. So he's got three vehicles. Oh, and don't forget the Talon Fighter coming too. And that's a fourth vehicle. There we go. Four vehicles for the good guys, and the bad guys only have the front end of the Battle Ram. <laughs> and a Griffin. Well, that's an awesome Griffin. Oh, it's it's an awesome <laughs> gif- it's an awesome Griffin. But I mean, it's just that, and the good guys have like. Heeman's got Battle Cat, he's got Point Red, he's got Castle Grey Skull. As Skeletor, he has nothing. He has but, Panthor. Yeah, Panthor, with his little Babashi helmet. But the bad guys need some love, and getting Night Stalker first is a way to show some love, and how honorable would Jitsu look riding that Night Stalker? I gotta admit, it looked awesome. I'm gonna enjoy that Night Stalker. And you know Stridor is coming. It's it's a given. It's an obvious. It's just coming. And I'm so grateful. Not just that the figure is coming, but I'm so grateful I didn't shell out $300 to that customizer who had, I got to say, it was a really beautiful design he sculpted. And, you know, he sold off the, the customs and all that. But I'm glad I didn't buy $300. Oh, I, I, I am didn't too. spend. That, I mean, I didn't spend $300. And the nice thing is he's going to be articulated. Yes. He won't hold one pose. But to be fair, if it wasn't for those customs, Mattel wouldn't have seen, like, the desire people have to get these guys. So, it's I'm glad that we're getting Night Stalker, which I didn't have as a child. Sadly, the vehicles that I had as a child have not been made yet. Need a Rotan, need a Dragon Walker, need a Land Shark. But it's a nice step in the nice direction. And also, Night Stalker, 40 bucks. It's a great, reasonable price for a brand new, 100% newly sculpted item. Fully articulated beast. And the I'm other upset. one, and the last one, we, we only saw the name. We didn't even get a pip. Tuscador? 
there'll be new adventures if I remember correctly, right? Yep. Yeah. And he's he a cool figure. He's awesome. And based on the price tag, I am guessing this is an uneducated guess. So don't quote me for it, but I'm guessing that due to the price tag, he might be close to Remman's size, which will I, bring some variety to new adventures. I agree. I think he'll be Remman's size. Well, they yeah. could use the Remman buck for him because he's mostly covered. So I imagine he's probably going to have most of the armor, removable tusk, because I can't imagine him in, in the packaging <laughs> with the tusks attached. And he fits. I mean, he is a cool-looking figure. He is one of the unique uh, new adventure guys, so it fits. And so I hope that making him bigger can open up the door to get, like, some characters bigger. Like, for example, Quake from New Adventures. As a villain, he should be bigger than the standard buck. I know some people would say, I want him in the standard buck, but come on. If the guy can lift that huge rock maze that creates earthquakes, being all puny like Bo wouldn't be as cool as getting a huge, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. That was just pure speculation. We don't know what Mattel and the Horsemen are going to do, but I do hope we get to complete new adventures somehow. And needs to be noted on the packaging, even though it will be still the classics packaging, they will have a Little burst saying collector's choice. That's how we'll know the difference between the regular classics line and this particular group. The other sub is a brand new line. It will be done in the same scale, the six inch scale, and it's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe based on the cartoon series. It will have brand new packaging, which from the slideshow looks pretty cool that it's going to be a totally closed off box where you do have to lift up a sleeve which will show more detail. These are all your 2.0s so those who are late to the game and you were begging for a He-Man, a Skeletor, these are all our 2.0s. They have new articulation. The Horseman and Mattel went back to see what can they make Correct on the figures, how can they make them better? So those who have all the variants of He-Man, you want this one. And I know a lot of people have complained that they look very plain. This is in the filmation style, which was a very simple style. And from personal experience doing a filmation, doing filmation characters for cosplay, it looks simple. It's hard to execute it to make it look as simple as it does. The first figure in the line is He-Man, where he can hold off his mighty sword in the correct position to say by the power of Grey Skull. This sub is not up for subbing yet. I do want to state that. So what's your opinions on the first figure in the cartoon line? Must have in general, I hate them. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Crespo on this. And let me just elaborate. I understand that they're trying to make them different enough from the previous classics figures. But the problem I have is they're calling them 2.0s. So that means that the classics are the 1.0. And this new lack detail-lacking look to make them quote-unquote cartoon accurate 
makes them to me look like first they look flat because the furry loincloth on Heeman looks like it has very little detail and doesn't look like fur. It looks like a wad of gum was stuck in there and they just, eh, let's roll with it. Uh, the hair looks like a chamois mop, so it doesn't look like hair. And to me, the lack of detail looks almost like a really bad bootleg. And those figures, again, I know I'm going to be sounding a bit hyperbolic, but their lack of detail, it's almost insulting the four horsemen skills, especially knowing them for doing something that they can do very accurate and they can add details to an item to elevate it while keeping the very true to the source material design. Like, I'm going to use Voltac. Voltac is a 2016 figure. You take a picture a picture of the his filmation appearance. You take a picture of his classic classics appearance. Aside the, the bracers that are not correct on the classics figure, you look at the Voltac filmation and you look at the classics filmation, it's the same figure. But Voltec can fit in with the classics line, with the little tiny details that inflammation were just a mass of a blob of black, which is his armor. Now the classics has a bit of detail that makes him look like it's armor and not a, bl a black blob. This He-Man, he looks okay-ish, but the lack of detail on the loincloth and hair bother me to no end. And I'm getting ahead of myself. Beastman. He's not furry. He's just a guy in orange spandex. That's a big no, no, no for me. But at the least beast, we get man. a human that can do the proper by the power of Grayskull pose. So I may be getting him, but I don't think I may subscribe for this one. Now I'm done. Well, I'm siding with you. The Beastman uh, just completely um, insults me. I, they could have made, they could have reused the Beastman Buck and simply uh, cartoon toned him. It would have looked amazing. I've seen customs where they've done that. The He-Man, oh, I wrestle with that one because one, they could have put a little more detail and it would have been fine because he just doesn't look like, you know, they're saying that's their selling point. Oh, you can put him with the other figures. No, you can't. No, he's no. It is going to be a big change where you're not going to be able to blend the two lines. No. And I keep thinking, well, maybe if I get him, I can mix and match him. Because one, this He-Man comes with the, the sheath on the back for his sword. Yes. Which is something I've always wanted. But now, as I'm looking at him, I'm kind of thinking, well, maybe I can swap the head. Maybe I can swap the articulated wrist. And that's what I'm hoping for. If I get in on this, I was hoping. I was hoping in actuality they just reuse the bucks and give it the cartoon color tones. And I would have been a little happier with it. But they went this route, and honestly, I'm torn. Right now, this is the thing. I'm torn. I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. Yeah. I can easily quit right now and be okay. I mean, I've always said I am a Filmation girl. I actually did have a custom Filmation He-Man done by Chris Diaz of Hunter Knight Customs, where his fits in with my classics line very nicely. Even though it is the cartoon colors, it blends in. I'm sorry, but I think they should have done a little bit more detail 
on the filmation line, especially with Beastman. Yeah, he is just a man in spandex, it looks like. But when it comes to Skeletor, which we haven't gotten to, that's the Skeletor I've always wanted. That is Alan Oppenheimer. I want that Skeletor. I don't care about getting Beastman. Just give me the Skeletor. I have I have to agree with you there, Kelly. Skeletor is amazing, especially the head. That, yes. That head is the best thing that's ever happened to Masters of the Universe classics, period. I know this is He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, a new line compatible with classics on paper. In reality, it just, they won't match. Even the Filmation classics figures will look hyper-detailed next to, to these. these new figures. Yeah, they're not going to be able to blend in. And that's my big fear, but this is my Skeletor. This is the Skeletor I've always wanted. No, no, and Skeletor is fine. I I would have preferred, like, maybe for Skeletor, if I were to nitpick, maybe a little bit of pseudo-leather detailing on the on the strips of leather hanging off on his belt. That would be the only thing I would have needed detail. With Heeman, I can take the boots without the details because I can live with that. I can live without the bracers having details. But if an item's supposed to be hair, at least make it look like hair. Don't make it look like felt strips. And yeah. that's what bugs me. Although we didn't see Evil Lynn who's coming, I know I'm very likely to get her just because she has a dress that it's not tealess. And that she won't be yellow. Well, technically she'd be a really... Really, really faint pale yellow, but but it won't be Simpsons no, yellow like going, the original. If they're movie. going with the filmation, when you look at the cells, she is flush color. No, she's not. Not on my sense. I mean, I've seen I've seen some cells that she's more yellow. Yell some are yellow and some are flush. Yeah, that's kind of the. Uh tone we're having <laughs> no pun intended <laughs> what's you know yeah her color appears to have changed I mean she's yellowish to me she's not pale she's yellowish like I mean, case of jungle she won't be as uh, albino as the what is it battle armor but battle the, bagel. the bagel Evelyn but what I also like with is the sub-exclusive. This might be the one, th another one that's gonna go, oh, why did you have to make him a sub-exclusive? I don't want the Beast Man! Is the Evil Seed. The Filmation Artichoke Head Evil Seed. I'm not that thrilled with it. See, to me, that's my Evil Seed, not the 2000X one that we're getting later on this year. Well, again, he looks like an artichoke. He's not really that intimidating as bad guys go. But I think the big thing will be what will be the price of each figure, how many accessories, because these are things that weren't mentioned, that they're still working out. They just said that it would be every other month. Oh, well, so let they me won't say... cost the same as the, as the collector's choice? Ooh, I... I think they may get into some trouble there because if they price them too high, people who are on the fence and, and want to support it and get some of them, even if they don't like Beastman, say, or Clawful, who is coming but was 
only shown a picture. I would take two hits on them if they are too expensive. People are going to say, ah, screw that. I'll just stick with the collector's choice. I'd rather for them to be cheaper. I think they're going to be cheaper. That's why they didn't announce the price. Hoping, okay, after you spend your $25 initial sign-up fee for the collector's choice, probably as soon as that closes, they're opening up the filmation or whatever they're going to call the... I know they said a Team Man and the Masters of the Universe. That's when we're going to find out what price, how many accessories. Well, it makes sense if it's just one figure, less paint apps, that means less factory work. And if it comes with one weapon, because it looks like He-Man is only coming with one weapon. Well, they showed He-Man with both swords, but then all the other figures had one accessory. Oh, yeah, uh, I forgot Skeletor, about the swords. Skeletor had two two items. He had the okay. uh, Havoc, Havoc and, and a weird sword. gold sword. That yeah, I have no I, idea where that's from. Yeah, I forgot about that. But, yeah, but that's not extensive, um, you know, accessories. So I got to see, you know, I mean, the best I'm hoping for, if I get in on these, I'm hoping I can mix and match them, you know, maybe uh, get some customizers, switch out their waists, I don't know, or switch out parts so I could make like my perfect He-Man. But other than that, no, because yeah, Beastman is not a selling point to me. I'm not that crazy about the trap jaw either, you know, being purplish pink. I really like the new legs that he got, the new lower legs, because I kind of wish they had made that filmation trap earlier so we could have gotten a new set of trap legs for Mattel to use. Because hey, they, Mattel they got their generic. money's worth on the trap draw legs from two point from one point No, no, but those, those, those new generic, those new trap legs look generic enough that they could use in different characters. Something, something that needs some sort of armored leg. And not go for the character-specific trap jaw legs again. Something I noticed is that the the accessories that trap jaw had weren't the normal accessories. He had the uh, the crossbow that he used in one episode. He had the fly swatter, but they did, he didn't have like the hook, which he used often in the cartoon, or the blaster that he often used in the cartoon. And it's kind of not trap jaw if he doesn't have at least a blaster or the hook. Yeah, yeah. he needs one of them. That's like Skeletor without the Havoc staff. Well, I mean, well, we have a Skeletor variant without the Havoc staff, so let, let me put it in this way. It would be like Lionel without the Sword of Omens. Yeah, I side with you on that one, too, because yeah. you're right. The legs would have been a cool design, and maybe some customizer will repaint them. That's how I see it happening. A lot of people customizing them, repainting them. Yeah, it's almost like a customizer-friendly line. Yeah, they, they seem like ba- perfect base box. And and it it just bothers me that, again, I'm going to go back to the loincloths. I know they keep harping up on that. But, again, fur should look like fur. Hair should look like hair. And I'm honestly surprised that they didn't show a Prince Adam variant. Come on, they have all the pieces right there. They just need to do a pasty He-Man with a new vest. And there, boom, done. Well, now I want to bring up a discussion that's been going around. And 
the filmation line might be a way for them to bring back Shadow Weaver. Yeah, very easily. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, okay, get uh, rechange the colors, of course, to the more cartoon colors, flatten out the design, new head sculpt. There you go, and you easily said, "Oh no, that's not the uh, classics filmation." I mean, classics Shadow Weaver. No, they really, they really need to do this. Like, I think the head, they don't need. I don't think they need to change the head. Just the uh, the just crotch piece and paint it, because the crotch piece in the filmation had uh, the flatter horde design, and oh god, I think that they're gonna use the filmation line to bring horde troopers. Well, I'm bringing this up because uh, the new head sculpt to me, yes, they don't need to do it, but I'm saying they should do it so that it looks more different than the classics version. You know, I mean, it wouldn't kill them to just slightly alter it, maybe plain, because the eye area has details on the figure. And so it wouldn't kill them just to alter it just a little bit. So, again, they can justify it saying that it's a different figure. And they would have to do more than just the crotch piece to get away with saying it's a new figure. Because they, they rarely, they've never re-released an uh, exclusive. Well, they can use Evil Seed's hands that already look very shallow Weaver-ish. There you go. I said something positive about the stupid-ass artichoke. <laughs> and according to Brandon, you're going to be able to push in those vines on Evil Seed. So it looks like he's shooting. You know what? They could take that same idea and put it on Shadow Weaver 2.0. For the Shadow Coils. For her to do those the Shadow Coils, that would make her different from the original Shadow Weaver. There, there you go, Mattel. More free ideas. <laughs> Just Speaking send us a case. <laughs> I'll just take a snake mountain. I'll take two of those. <laughs> Which is the next item. That, that's the next item we have to tackle. Holy is that thing huge. I have nowhere to put it, but I want it. I want None it. of us. None of us have anywhere to put it. Okay, I need to build an extension to my house, Mattel. I need to take out a second mortgage. <laughs> But you know what? I know they've asked if we want it reduced in size. No. No. I want it that same scale where it's almost twice as big as Castle Grayskull. especially and twice as wide as open. Since it's going to be replacing my stereo system with the Bluetooth speakers. And we didn't even get to see really the inside, which is supposed to be done. Because they did show a black and white sketch of the inside. Unlike the vintage toy, which didn't have much on the inside. And that's an understatement. <laughs> okay, hey, it did have on. It had something. It, it had, like, uh, the hole where you put in the microphone that becomes a huge pillar. It had um, the net, and it had um, the really menacing sticker, and um, it had a lot of space to put your characters and, yeah, I'm really glad that the horsemen are knocking this out of the park, adding the void for the snake, man. Uh, I saw the bone throne, and I think I saw the scrying table. So the horsemen are knocking stuff out of the park. That's amazing. And it's pretty bad. Uh, Mattel 
actually admit it. They had to take out the jigsaw Wednesday night after preview night closed to cut a hole because they underestimated the size of Snake Mountain. And that's la- and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I don't want them to shrink the mountain. If Mattel has to cut out something, I'd be okay with them cutting out the speakers because they could leave the places where the speakers would be hidden and I could go to Best Buy or something and get a set of Bluetooth speakers that I could insert in and get decent sound depending on the price range of the speakers I buy. I'd rather have that and get that huge snake ma- snake mountain than getting the speakers but losing features, losing size, because it's supposed to be snake mountain, not snake sit. Right. But it is a selling point if it has speakers because, you know, I mean, it's not just a playset. It's also an electric. It's a really cool electronic device that we could have and play our music from, like the selling point said. And, you know, I would use the speakers. And to that, I counter with international fans. Since it would use Bluetooth speakers, I guess it would use rechargeable batteries that may or may not be removable. And we have an issue with sending electronics overseas. So I think that places that have that issue would be Malta, where our friend Arthur is, and that would screw him out of getting a Snake Mountain. And I know Portugal's got some issues. I know, I think the UK has issues and other European areas. And it wouldn't be fair for them that after all that, it's like, oh, yeah, you're not getting Snake Mountain because of the speakers. They're a cool feature. Don't get me wrong. But if a sacrifice would have to be made, I'd rather have them sacrifice the speakers and leave instructions how to install my own speakers because there are speakers from many sizes and all that. And I could get like one of those small portable speakers and put it in this place and that I just had to pop out two screws, put it in, call it a day, boom. Then not getting Snake Mountain because of international mail carrying laws. Well, we right now... Everyone needs to understand, we don't have many details, except that we got to see that awesome mountain. Brandon did say more details to come during Toy Fair, which is in February, and PowerCon, which we'll be getting to, in June. So right now, they're still collecting our feedback on what we see, including on the Bluetooth issue, the app, which they want to make, so you can have your voice changer. And the size issue. And I guess that brings us to the last big announcement that was made by Mattel. And that we already knew it was on our Facebook page, all over heman.org, several people in all the different forums and Facebook pages have been talking about it. PowerCon is returning to L.A. June 4th and 5th, 2016, with three exclusives from Mattel. This is the first time Mattel is giving PowerCon their own exclusives. So we'll go one at a time. First is the Green Granamere, based on the comic mini comic books. 
I can skip him. I mean, to be fair, I know that limited budget restrictions did not allow for new parts, but he's basically a lemon-lime green repaint of the already expensive Granamir that we got. Well, a lot of and, people... And some people seeing that he's... Him. Yeah, but seeing that he's simply exclusive to PowerCon, that means that he would be far more expensive for a repaint of an already expensive item. I don't see me like throwing, gonna throw money at it, especially since I'm not gonna be able to go to PowerCon. I don't think I'm gonna be paying secondary market prices for what's basically a repaint of, an inaccurate repaint of the Grand Amir I already have. Well, I wanna. Cool for out, those who want him. I was at the Comic Con that you voted for the, the Grand Amir, and I voted for green. And I am probably not going to get him because, one, the Granamere I have looks cool. And, yeah, I would like a green one. But now I'm like, where am I going to put this guy? He's the figure itself. I mean, anybody who has him will say this is a huge figure. He's so big. He holds my iPad at night. And I don't know what I'm going to do with the green one. Yeah, I'm probably passing on the green one. For the same reason as you stated, I'm running out of room. And I've downsized my toy collection, and I still don't have enough room. And I was at that same panel when they did the vote, but I voted red. But then we get the red Beast Man, again based on the mini-comics. I could pass on him also. Again, he's a simple repaint. Well, we could pass on anybody now, the one Him, I would get. I would try. I would try and get the Red Beastman, but not because of the mini comics and have him be Beastman. I'd have him as the Lord Cholo that was mentioned on Guy on Vicron's bio, so I can have like Gygor breaking Vicron in half. Might be another use for deformation, he man. So I I chop the body in half and replace parts with with Vicron and make a Vicron that will not chip paint. If I were up to that. But the point is. Uh, I don't want him to be my beast man. I just want him to be something else. And it's a nifty repaint. Or but you could just make it like an ancient beast man. That too. I could. He could be like Clacky's boss. And the whole Goatman bio kind of thing. There are possibilities for that guy. But he's not exactly a must have. But I'd try to get him if I were able to. And the last of the customs, well, the exclusive con, is Camo Con, <laughs> Cobra Con. This one I would want, because it's a different deco, and I always did like him when I first saw him in the vintage line, so. He has Buzzoff's hands. Yes, he does. And that was explained in this story made by Argentina because the Argentinians didn't get King His. They they got a upgraded Cobra Khan by Skeletor to lead the Snake Man. And this figure I truly want. I really, really, really want to have this figure. And it bugs me that he's exclusive only to Power Khan and he will not be available anywhere else because I know fans have been 
raging for years to want him, and I especially need him seeing that he's the only new Masters of the Universe character that was created by a Latin American subsidiary of Mattel. And that's a little, having a recreation of that little bit of history is kind is kind of cool, not to mention that I like the idea of an army camel print Cobra can with golden crab claws. Well, I have plans on going, and... Um, so do to, I. Yeah, because California is kind of an easy trip for me. Who needs so, to be there for finals? <laughs> yeah. I'm playing hooky. I'm the same way, Kelly. I mean, that should be my finals and all that. I don't care. I'm going. And so... I'm going to go, and so I'll help you out, Crespo. I'm not yeah, that crazy make... about these. We'll help you out. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm not that crazy about these. Uh, yeah, they're. I'd get them for the novelty, but that's about it. They're not going to be on my collection or anything. And I know people are upset that these are exclusive just to PowerCon, but it... guess what? Hasbro's been doing exclusives for their line-only cons, too. There's an exclusive for BronyCon. There's always an exclusive for JoeCon. There's always exclusives for BotCon. And this is the first time Mattel is throwing their weight behind PowerCon and giving but. them exclusive. They've they've done exclusives with GrayskullCon in Germany too, and none of them, none of these cons, sell it afterwards. PowerCon said if there's any remaining stock after the con, they will have it on their website. We have a little bit but on the camp that is against against PowerCon and having sole exclusive rights for this item because previous con exclusives from Mattel have been available through Maddie, like Stanley's Comicasi exclusive, um, the traveling the cons, the San Diego items. So it's kind of jarring that the first that after years of Mattel indoctrinating us that to Oh, don't worry. It'll be, it'll be a timed exclusive. First grabs is for the people at the, at this con. Then you get, then you can get it on Maddie. Wait till Cyber Black Monday, Friday, whatever. Surprised if we don't see it at the Cyber Monday of 2016. Yeah, I expect these to be on sale a few times. I, I really, don't think that they're just going to be really swooped up and grabbed and, you know, and all that. I know that PowerCon is attended well enough, but it doesn't have the history of, like, JoeCon. No. Or, and, uh, and, or I'm, I'm even going to say Star Wars, you know, the Star Wars cons. And figuring uh, PowerCon has had a two-year hiatus, so they've got to win back all the fans that literally fly in just for this con and it's a month before San Diego con Comic Con. Which again puts a strain on people's wallets because it's like, oh yeah. Especially those who have to travel from it's like, okay, go to PowerCon or San Diego Comic Con. Well keep in to mind the honest, majority no no let me point out the majority of people don't get to go to San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, because tickets sell out in this year was 45 minutes. And I know because yeah, I tried. No, but but if you have, like, to pick one to gun for, if you can only pick one, which one's the most likely people will, go, will gun for, even though they are Masters of the Universe fans? 
Chances well, are most people would say San Diego before PowerCon. Well, obviously, yeah. But if you get to go to San Diego Comic-Con, hey, good for you. But that's a lottery system now. Yeah, there's no guarantee. I mean, this year I was not even my press badge. Where PowerCon I've been to, it is more open. You're going to be able to talk with the creators, the voice actors, and all like that. It's a more intimate feeling where San Diego Comic-Con, you're lucky if you run into them. Unless you go to the He-Man.org party, which was at Skeletor's Lair this year. So it is two different feelings. Two totally different cons. I would like to thank our friends, Pixel Dan, for giving us great coverage of San Diego Comic-Con. And our friends at He-Man.org, who always keep us up to date on the Masters of the Universe news. Don't forget... The 15th of the month, Peekaboo comes out, and the 2000X sub figures also start to go on sale at MaddieCollector.com. Until next time, this is Kelly wishing you a good journey. I'm Renee, wishing you all a good journey. Bye, uh, you know, good journey. Now that we're getting there, I need a skeleton good journey.